There was much fanfare all those years ago when it was announced that we players would be joining the Fellowship, or its remnants, in Rohan. The endless rolling plains of the realm of the Horse Lords is perhaps second, depending on who you talk to, to the Shire for most idealized and beloved landscape in Middle-earth. From the books and the films, we get a great sense of speed and wonder as we partake in the view of horses galloping down the endless grasses of the Rittermark. From our first sight of it, as Gimli, Legolas, and Aragorn descend down the east wall to the beautiful description of Shadowfax's race from the Gap of Rohan to Gondor, Rohan is an idealized, unspoiled land with a people who refused to industrialize preferring a lifestyle of horsemanship and pastoralism. In the Rittermark of Lotro, the rolling plains and grasslands are there, but things seem crowded. How troublesome are these departures from the texts? What is the mark really like? It's East Rohan, and you are listening to Beneath Your Feet. I got a nice little chill when I first crossed into Rohan all that time ago. I took the long road through the Great River region, as opposed to the epic story, which kind of dumps you near the Argonath, crossed the bridge over the River Limlight, and watched the landscape tumble into brown, grassy hills as my mount and I passed into the Wald and Rohan proper. The low, sad violin kicked in, and at once it was as though I was in both the Old West and one of my favorite parts of my favorite fantasy worlds. There are many such moments on both sides of Rohan, east and west. It is well done and beautiful. The land transitions seamlessly and realistically from one area to the next. It never feels forced or wrong or unnatural. Being able to see almost clear across the plains and over the Entwash River into the West Emnet where Theoden King dwells in Helm's Deep rests and where the three hunters have gone, is terribly exciting, and evokes a strong response in all of us lore nerds. The East Emnet, as basically the whole of Eastern Rohan is called, was established along with the entire nation of Rohan in 2510 of the Third Age. The land was given to Aeorl the Young as a gift for his people's valor in the Battle of the Field of Celebrant, and quickly the horsemen collected their families from up north and brought them down to this green, fertile land. The beauty of Rohan makes it a land of renown and desire, and as such the Rohirrim spent a great part of their history defending this land. Orcs, of course, and Dunlendings, and Balchoth, and Easterlings, even in his weakened form hiding in Dol Guldur, Sauron was constantly poking at his foes, keeping them on guard and looking for weak spots. The Dunlendings were especially ready to attack the Rohirrim, for they had occupied, or perhaps were squatting on, Kalinarthon before it was Rohan, to the irritation of Gondor. This rivalry between the Dunlendings and the Rohirrim is historic and is heavily relied upon by Isengard in stirring the folk of Dunland against its enemies. Such bitter legend was tied to the fearsome Strawheads, their nickname for the Rohirrim, that the Dunlandings were surprised when, after they lost Helm's Deep, they weren't killed or burned alive, but forgiven, and set upon the task of tending to the corpses on the battlefield. But that's a different story altogether. 
So the Rohirrim were and have been a fighting people. It took many years for the Rohirrim, formerly called the Aotheod, to fully migrate to their new homes. And once there, they quickly restructured their nation with a strong focus on the military. In the past, they had certainly been a martial people, as we learn from the history were taught far to the north in the wells of Langflood. Our Rohiric scholar there suggests that the Rohirrim were called, at an even earlier time, the Ithuda. In any case, their settlement of Rohan meant a shakeup of their social structure. There were three marshals of the Mark, each responsible for a different part of Rohan. Without getting into great detail, Eomer was the third marshal during the time period in which we interact with him in the game, making him the military commander over the East Mark, essentially all the East Emnet. For reference, after Theodred's death, Elfhelm is first marshal and Erkenbrand is second marshal of the Westmark. All of this is to say that it is Eomer who has rule over the East Emnet in this time of war, despite his being from Aldberg and his falling out with the king, and his orders were for all to vacate the Eastmark and cross the Entwash into western Rohan. Lotro plays with this bit of history in the various storylines we come across in eastern Rohan. Many of the thanes and other leaders are struggling with the idea of retreating from their homes, even when their people's farms and houses have been sacked by roving orcs. Some are even convinced that the orc issue isn't a big one and are directly violating Aemer's orders. They do a good job of interweaving the story from the books. Some see the young marshal who went out hunting orcs against the orders of Theoden King as a bit of a rebel and refused to obey him. Others see that the king's judgment is cloudy at best and do what needs doing, even if it is against his orders. Others still are conflicted. Do they do what they know is right and, in so doing, disobey their king? It is the central question of the writers of Rohan expansion and one that is used to good effect in crafting these stories. It is also one of the greatest departures the game makes from the books. And here's why. There are no thanes, no massive towns, and in fact very few people at all in the East Emnet who would have to answer such a question. As far as can be told from the books and maps, there are no permanent settlements east of the Entwash River. This half of Rohan is almost strictly pasture lands that the herdsmen of Rohan use seasonally to feed their flocks. What are, in the texts, open fields void of anything but herdsmen, we have open fields with city fortresses well within view of each other. In the two towers, when Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas have their legendary race across the plains, it is entirely empty because Aemer has ordered that even the herders clear out of the East Emnet, for orcs of the White Hand have been causing so much trouble. The settlements of Lotro's East Emnet have been caught in the trail of these orcs and are burning for it. The vast majority of the Rohirrim live in the western half of Rohan, the West Emnet, in the shadow of the White Mountains where the lowlands, fueled by mountain streams, make for good farmland and the rivers make for stronger defense. Conversely, in the east, at the time of the passing of the three hunters in pursuit of Marion Pippin, there is ostensibly no one there besides Aemer's company. They've cleared out. By way of a quick overview of the topography, let's start from the Wold and work our way southwards. The Wold is a subregion of sharp hills and dry grass, formed by the remains of the Emin Mouil so very nearby. 
The jagged cliffs and rock formations of those hills give way to the first region we encounter in Rohan. In stark contrast to the Wold and the East Wall are the mainstay of Rohan and the Norcrofts and Sutcrofts. The oddly placed outcropping of stone where cliving is seems kind of erroneous, but the flat plains all move westwards and to a slightly lower incline to the Entwash Vale. Remember, Vale and Dale just mean valley which slows south and east and splits Rohan in two. As it swoops eastward to meet the Anduin, it forms the marshy area known as the Wetwang, which one can see well from atop Amon Hen. Finally, at the northward tip of the Entwash River and the northernmost boundary of Rohan is Fangorn Forest, placed at the foothills of the Misty Mountains and the Gap of Rohan, perfectly positioned for the Ents to defend the East Emnet when it is invaded during the War of the Ring. The word not for the watchfulness of the Ents, Aemir King might not have had a home to return to. But again, following the river before the big curve, we reach Snowborn, the main city of East Rohan, which serves as a gateway to the west. Beyond the river is Edoras, where we will join Theoden, Eowyn, Gandalf, Legolas, Gimli, and Aragorn as they await the hammer blow from Sauron and Helm's Deep. One other item worth noting in East Rohan is the sprinkling of apparently Gondorian ruins there. Menas Rant is the prime suspect there among the hills near the river. It's a reminder of who was there first, and more importantly, the bond between Rohan and Gondor. It's an old, strong bond, only to be made stronger in the events to come. I may have been critical of this region, and remain so, especially with housing neighborhoods being added to the Westfold, but there is still truly nothing like racing across the wide green plains of Rohan atop your steed. Thanks for listening to Beneath Your Feet. For more information on this show, please visit anchor.fm slash L-O-T-R-O-B-Y-F. From there, you can find links to share the show across all platforms. You can message me or send me a voicemail, which might be included on the show. You can also leave a tip. Any support, such as a review, a share, a dollar, is all very much appreciated. Today's music comes from the Lord of the Rings online soundtrack and Cowboy by Thin Lizzy. This episode was written and read by me. My name is Derek. We'll see you next time when we go beneath your feet.